everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Not Your Average Nosen. On this episode, we're going to talk about our favorite songs of the summer. It is now October, and it is time for the leaves to fall and for it to get colder and for us to snuggle up in our warm coats and think about all the good songs that heard about in the warmer months and we're going to give you our favorite picks. So for this special pod, I'm joined by three lovely ladies. Jimin. Hi. Kiara. Hey everyone. And Nat. Hello. Great. Thanks for coming you guys. And first thing I want to ask is we talked a little bit about this before show, but what do you guys feel about the songs in general that we got for K-pop this summer? I know we were talking about looking back and picking our list and how <laughs> there was a little less to choose from than we thought. Uh, you know, there have been some great songs this year, but, and, you know, without Sistar, things were kind of dry, I think, personally. What are your thoughts? No, yeah, I feel the same. Um, like, there were good songs this summer, but uh, I just feel like because even though Hyorin, you know, held it down by herself this summer, as you will see on my list, mm-hmm. but um, without Sistar, it didn't really feel like summer. Like, I'm so used to, like, that one fun summer song from Sistar every year, and... I didn't get that. So it was just like, uh, is it really summer? I don't know. But I mean, it wasn't bad. But honestly, I think this year there wasn't, I don't know, maybe because maybe the trend is dying now, like the usual summer sound songs. Because I feel like even within girl groups, not much was released this year. So yeah, it just it felt drier a little bit this year. Yeah. What about everyone else? Um, I, I realized that there was a lot more releases than I had thought there was, but it was just because nothing really clicked to me. Uh, so for me, it was a bit of a dry summer. I thought that some groups maybe had tried too hard, like over, overcompensating maybe like the tropical beats and like the sunny beach scene. Yeah. Like I just feel like they... (laughs) they sort of tried too hard to be very summery, I guess, to sort of like try to take the the throne as a new group or song of summer. And and then there was other groups that went in like the opposite direction. And I think the ones that actually went in the opposite directions worked a little bit better for me because I felt like the music wasn't trying to, to do too much. It was just like, this is the music, like it or not. And you kind of just move on from there. Um, but yeah, Hyolin, obviously like she came and she delivered so she's also going to be one of my like multiple picks for me actually um but yeah well when we get into it we can get into it okay jimin you have any thoughts on that yeah i mean if i had to choose one word for the summer um it would be raggedy (laughs) um (laughs) i don't i mean we had some some high points well, we had some points that... Yeah, we had some high points. I'll give it that. 
but um, it unfortunately was just outweighed by the multiple low points. Um, but yeah, overall, just very raggedy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But we'll see. I think I think my list is very fair, though. No okay. one can. How about this? No one can disagree with my list because nothing on my list is raggedy. Okay. Well, we okay. We shall, we shall see. <laughs> I, I will invite everyone at the end of the show to give us their own picks. But I did want to say first off that um, that there's no strict guidelines for this, so it was whatever you liked. We weren't going by digital sales or streaming or chart positions or anything like that so um i will say i think most everyone's picks are pretty much title songs so there's no like b-sides or anything i don't think really but or there may be a there may be a, there may be a few couple but for the most part um like i said it's pretty much just what we all liked and what kind of spoke to us this summer so the first thing i'm going to do is um for i'm going to read uh the first pick for Jay, um, who could not be here. Uh, so we all had five picks. So we're all going to start with number five. Some of us ranked our picks. Some of us didn't. I'll let you guys explain as we go around. Um, but I will start with Jay. So his number five pick was Dia with Woo Woo. And I almost kind of sort of put them on my list because... I guess I didn't really love the song, but I was so impressed by the fact that it was better than I expected it to be. <laughs> and then I, I almost was kind of like, yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't bad. But it did make the cut for me, but it was a really successful song for them. So props to Dia for, for that song. Um, and was that the super love fake? song was that the one the one that was the people that sound shade. like yeah 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 uh, okay okay yeah yeah which i i thought it didn't really i mean I, I didn't think they really copied from it but that was just my opinion but i definitely think it's the best song that they've put out as a group so good for them um and since i'm talking i guess i'll go ahead and give my pick uh, my number five pick is, I was kind of surprised because uh, I have not, I won't say I'm not not a fan of the group, but I've always kind of been neutral on them. But I realized that I actually really like this song. It's I Want You by Shiny. And I realized that most times, <laughs> I knew you guys, I knew I would get cross for that. That's not why I picked them. But um I realized that with shiny this is shiny fans probably will not see this is like the top of their list as far as their whole disc discography is concerned but i realized this is kind of also me picking shiny for their other songs as well um just what they've put out from their new album and everything is i've just really enjoyed it personally and I just really like that this kind of that kind of laid back kind of which something about Shiny's music it's like you can just kind of listen and take it in yep. and there's not too much noise going on it's just vocals and a nice beat and a nice melody and it to me had that like nice 
chill, like, vibe that I like from a good summer song. So I really appreciated it. And I feel like I didn't really get that from a lot of the boy groups this past few months either. So that's that's why I picked the song. I really was impressed by that and the other stuff that they've been releasing. But yeah, that's my pick for number five. Um, Jimin, you want to go next? Sure. Um, my pick for number five is kind of a tie. Um, and it's actually B-sides. Um, but yeah, my pick is I Say and All Day All Night by Shiny. Um, I've chose these songs. I couldn't really choose between them. Sorry. Um, but I chose these songs because I Say is probably, it's a vocal Bible. It really is. Like, for those of you who doubt Temin and his vocal abilities, who roast Kibam and who roast Minho for their, um, I guess, for not being as good as like Onu and Jonghyun or whatever in terms of vocal ability, I think you'll be really pleasantly surprised. It's a ballad, but it's like the message in it is very sweet. Um, and the actual, just like the vocals to me are really good. It's something that I haven't heard um, from a K-pop group in a while. Um, and I chose all day, all night because it's a banger. I mean, it's just, it really is. It's not, it's a banger without being noise because not to call out any other SM groups who put out noise this year that I also love. Um, but NCT put out some straight noise at many points this year that I was not feeling, but they were like, and they also put out noise that I was feeling that were bangers, but all day night, all night is like Ash was saying about Shiny putting out like chill stuff, and I thought that it was just really chill and it was it's a good song. Of course, Shiny has an incredible discography, so it's impossible to say, oh, this is one of Shiny's best songs. But I definitely think that it's the song that made me realize Shiny can carry on. I guess, um, and and I don't mean that as a slight to anything else, but it, it is the song that like out of all of the other tracks that they released on the Story of Light series, it's the one song that I was like, okay, this lets me know that if Shiny wanted to do another album again after like enlistments and stuff or whatever in between that, it would still be good. They still have that magic about them. So yeah, those are my picks for number five. Awesome. Um, let's see, Kiara, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, so for my number five, um, honestly, it's the only, I can say now, it's the only like full uh, male group that's on my list. Because um, honestly, I feel like this summer, none of the boys group, none of the boy groups have impressed me or I've never really listened to their songs more than once this whole summer, um, except for this song which is My Pace from Stray Kids. Um, like, it's not necessarily a summer vibe type song, but it's a very fun song. And I'm really enjoying Stray Kids. Like, um, their last album or whatever was pretty good. I enjoyed it. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a fun song. And I'm really, like, like I'm not... I don't stand Stray Kids, but I am enjoying their music and just being a casual fan of them for now. And so 
my my pace is definitely one of those songs that I repeated a lot over the summer. And apparently they're supposed to have a comeback soon. So I'm pretty excited for that. So yeah, there we go. All right. And last but not least, this round, Nat, what is your number five? Uh, so mine is actually going to be a tie as well. And I have to echo what Kiara just said about the boy groups not really impressing much this summer. Uh, I mean, I'm not really a boy group uh, fan in a lot of ways because I don't really have a lot of them that I support or that I, I consistently like. Um, so for me, like my list is all girl groups and like female soloists. (laughs) Um, but my tie for fifth place would be, sorry, uh, Laboom's Between Us and Chunga's Love You. And basically like I'm, Chunga's singing voice is kind of a bit too high pitched for me in a lot of ways, but I remember when we had, um, a previous podcast and Jay actually was the one who was like no like you should just listen to the chorus and the bridge um like you know just give it a chance and so I did and like that is actually where the song really shines and the video is cute and the dance moves are really cute and I just like if I'm not really big on the verses but I love the bridge and I love the chorus and I love the summer vibe for it it's not like too over the top with the instrumental and like sort of like the summer beats which tend to be like sort of like um uh like afro not afro beats sorry um shoot i can't remember what it is but the name for it yeah tropical that's what i'm gonna say yeah Yeah. i mean it is offshoot of in some ways of like afro beats and reggae and things like that but yeah the tropical sound like it it has a touch of it but it's not overpowering the song so that's why i picked it and I liked Laboom's Between Us. It was like sultry and kind of sexy, but not like over the top. And I kind of just like how like the melody sort of flows and like how their vocals flow on top of it. I mean, I, I've i only liked one Laboom song and that was um, Shooting shooting Love, which was like such a cute, fun song. Um, pyong, pyong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know, like, it was really crazy. Like, when the song dropped, I was like, ah, oh, it's Laboom. Who, like, you know, probably gonna be another flop. But <laughs> the song came out, and I was just like, oh, this is, like, something I can kind of chill to. And, like, it's, it, as I said, it's, it's, like, sort of, like, a sensual song, but not over the top. It's not, like, Girls Girls Day something, you know, where or, like, um, Miss A's... Um, kiss kiss da, da, da. like it's not it's not like those kind of like overtop sexy songs it's sort of just like a hint of it and i actually really love the flow of it so those would be mine my picks nice nice picks all right so back to jay his number four pick uh he picked winner with every day an interesting pick i will say that i liked the video and is I will that... be. Oh, hmm? sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry to interrupt. But is... when did that song get dropped? I have no idea. <laughs> like that's an old song, no? <laughs> it might be. I'm just reading off these lists. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Jay said the summer has been so raggedy. I had to go back to winter to find the song. 
but they did have it was it did take place on the beach i think if i'm remembering correctly so it did have a summer vibe if it, it, even, it was released a little bit early and it got a guy group on the, another guy group on the list so I, and i will say i liked the video but this is me being nice about the song so i liked the video uh so for my number four pick this is funny coming right after nat because i also picked love you by chunga um so i automatically so here's the thing about chunga i feel like she has at this point in her very short career has one song that she does over and over again but she does it so well like i feel like her songs are kind of like semi and they're like part of a series like they're all kind of related to each other like roller coaster is related to um Lo love you which is related to um gosh whatever heard the first song was that she did which is the name is slipping my mind why don't oh. you know or something like that yes yes like they all have very similar um kind of sounds but it works it works for me and it works for her and i agree with what you're saying that about the chorus is what really shines in that song there's something about it it's something i don't have the vocabulary <laughs> to be able to um i guess really be able to explain why i like it but there's something about the way that the chorus is structured in the song that is just really appealing to to me like and i don't know like i can't stop listening to it and yeah i i really just it's it's addicting it's like one of those songs that you have to kind of go back and, and listen to and it's it's a great summer song i mean it's got all of those kind of summer staples of the the tropical house kind of a little bit of that in the background the video is perfect the um the choreography goes along with it so well and her voice um again with her having the high pitchedness 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 whatever however you say it, yes um it goes it does go i think with the song a little better um it kind of fits especially in the chorus it, it kind of fits this song better maybe than it had um her other two where maybe it sounded like she was straining a bit with some of the notes with this one. Um, I think it's a lot less grating and yeah, I just, I just really, this song is, was one of those that you kind of hear and you instantly think summer. So that was my number four pick. Jimin. Uh, yeah. So my number four pick is actually Dali by Hyorin. Um, I picked this song because, like, out of nowhere, this morning, I'm at work, and I just start singing, Dolly, Dolly, like, out of nowhere, I just start singing it, and I just realized, like, that song is so catchy. I mean, it's a great song, too, and um, it's the first song that i picked so far that's, like, a real summer song in terms of, like, just the vibe of it, um, I just thought the song was great. Like when I first heard it, I was like, okay, it's cute. Um, but I got to hear it more like to really get into it. Um, now I'm like certifiably into it. So um, yeah, it's just like, to me, the vibe of the song really more than anything. And 
also it, it gives me a real like of course a lot of k-pop will give you like you know some early 2000s r&b feel but like this song for some reason just really sticks out to me it, it feels like something that i would have liked like back when i was in like what seventh or eighth grade and like sierra was really popping like was it was I in seventh grade when Sierra had like goodies and stuff? It just felt like goodies. It gave me the same vibe that the goodies gave me, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, so when I hear it, like I just automatically imagine her dancing with Sierra. I don't know why, but I, that's why I like it. So yeah, that's my number four. All right, Kiara. Okay. Um, so for me, well, I, I kind of got to say, first of all, the winner song came out in April. So, technically, technically, yeah. And then <laughs> uh, Dolly came out also, like, during the spring. But, you know, it's summer vibes. So it's, it should still work, right? Because I think it's, like, April it came out as well. Yeah, it starts getting warmer around that time. I'll give it to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, 117 degrees in the Midwest in April, so it better <laughs> summer. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, summer started since, like, winter time because it's been warm, like, all summer all year long. Yeah. Year. <laughs> exactly. um, <laughs> um, but my uh, my number four is actually also Hyorin and it's but it's Cece by Hyorin. Um you know, this was again like she like kind of reminiscent of kind of like the Sistar summer vibe, um, but not fully. Um it's just a very fun song to like just sing and dance to. Um, it's a really fun song. The music video is amazing. Like, I love the aesthetics of the music video. Um, again, I love how, like, because, you know, she owns her company now. She She's pretty much owning her image now. Um, she knows what she likes and stuff like that. Like, the fact that she now reaches out to, like, you know, international, like, uh, choreographers and stuff. And, and it really shows... And the fact that she, I can't remember the group name. I'm, I've, I apologize. It's not Nicole, it's the other uh, dance choreography choreographer. I can't remember her name right now. Um, but like just seeing her with the, with all the girls in the music video who all have different backgrounds and stuff, it's so much fun to watch. Especially when they came to Korea with her and they performed for like, I think about like a week or two with her. It was mostly like um, not even a music. Only she only did one music show performance, but the rest of it was like um, like you know out in the street and stuff like that. And they were or at um festivals. Like it, it's just so much fun because their energy with all of them together, which just makes the song even like more hype and even you know raise it to another level than it already is. Um, and the fact that Hyunin went out and performed in like bodysuits pretty much majority of the time and like made me like maybe like a fanny pack or something like it was just amazing to me like she literally went on tv performing in a bodysuit and not giving one flying fuck what anyone said <laughs> or think and i'm like only yorin can do this it's like it's just amazing so yeah number four is uh cc by yorin for me yorin all right and Nat, number four. Okay, so um, I guess I'm also <laughs> going to be copying Kiara here because mine is also Kyolin's uh, CC. And it was actually Nir Nicole Kirkland is the choreographer. Um, and oh, it is Nicole. Her, okay. AK, yeah. It was a different one for Dali. Um, I can't remember her name, but like Nicole Kirkland 
kind of stood out for me a bit um just because she came to korea and like performed with her as you said on like other shows and stuff um when i first heard cc i was like the chorus and how it starts the song in like a really low turn like low tone was kind of like hmm i don't know what's going on here and but then the song sort of opens up and it's just fun it's like a cute it's it's sexy it's confident and like you have all these women with different bodies different ethnicities different backgrounds and they're just like so confident and supportive and it's just amazing um what she's been able to cultivate outside of like girl group um like because you know when you're a solo star it's like always it, it always looks like it's more like me 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 but hyolin has sort of like embraced so many different people who've also embraced her back and it's like a lot of love and just fun like it looks like her solo career so far is just a lot of fun um it's hard work obviously because she's released like four songs this year so with music videos that she's been she's creating these songs and producing them and things like that but um with cc as, as i said i just love the look of it it kind of reminded me visually of loving you um but it sort of gave me the confidence of like shake it and i just um i don't know like it's just so catchy and i love the little dita suits that they were wearing for the video and yeah i i i love feeling and i just love the song so that's my pick <laughs> god bless adidas for sponsoring hyodin because she's one of their spokespersons so thank yes Kellen <laughs> is just living her best life right now so <laughs> okay so number f- three um jay's number three is um icon with killing me which is love scenario part two and my number three is gonna be a group that i never thought that i would like um, much less put a song on a best of list for myself, but it's a pink with I'm so sick. So um, with this song, a pink was a group that I never really paid that much attention to before. Um, you know, they were all right. Um, but the kind of music, the kind of very cheery, um, you know, type of chipper girl group music is not something that I typically am into so I didn't really give them much thought before so you know when they're coming back and they're kind of rebranding themselves you know I was like okay A pink whatever and I heard the song and I just really I really like it I like the, the retro vibes to it um, I like the way that the, the verses are kind of, I think the the verse distribution, everything is really well done. Um, I, I just like it. I I know when on our podcast, um, when we were doing our uh, music video review, um, some of you guys weren't so impressed. Um, and maybe it's because I, you know, I didn't really expect that much of A Pink before, and maybe that kind of contributes to me being sort of like, well, A Pink, you know, this is something. But I really like it, and it's not a typical summary song in that sense, which kind of contributes to it. 
um, it, it's not something that you would listen to and think summer, but I, you know, I really like it. It's, it's a bop and, you know, I really, I really like this side of A-Pink. So, you know, I hope that they do continue doing this type of music. Um, they're definitely matured and, and they sound really good with this type of sound. So, yeah, that was my number three song. Jimin? Uh, yeah, so can I cheat a little bit? Sure, nobody's watching. Okay, um, well, if I can cheat a little bit, my number three is actually, <laughs> this is a stretch to include this song and say that it's like a top K-pop because it's actually not by a K-pop artist. Um, it is Skip and Kiss by CK, who is actually a K-hip-hop artist. Um, that's still technically. Okay, that's, I can still. That, that's still this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, this song really shocked me because I never listened to K-hip-hop before. Um, I'm afraid of J-Park. So <laughs> I, and that was like really all I knew about K-hip-hop was like J-Park. Um, but this song really shocked me. Like, I thought it was going to be some try hard or like, I don't know, maybe just like, I, I don't know, like not authentic or, you know, not really. And by that, I mean like, I know YG. that there's this real, yeah, YG. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, cause this is, and, and then like with K hip hop, there's like this real disdain for K pop. Like, I know that there's this like sort of elitism that they have. <laughs> it's like, we're better just because like you guys are pop or whatever. I don't know. But um, I was really surprised. CK is not like, the, his style is not my usual style. Like, I'm not always into that, like, as we called it earlier, <laughs> um, I do drugs kind of music. <laughs> the music where, like, you listen to it, you feel like this person does drugs. I don't think CK does drugs, but you know what I mean, like, that sound. Um, that, like, you know, it, it's really popular right now. But yeah. that song is really good. Like, the way it comes in, shoddy me, I'm up. <laughs> and then, like, the way it gets into that hook, it's just really nice. Like, it's just a good listen. It's not noisy. It's got a little bit of, like, uh, EDM elements in there, but it's still, like, very cohesive. Like, it's not like how Coco Bob had that random EDM breakdown. No. It was, like, it felt like it flowed into the song. Um, it didn't feel like a YG track. I Like, you know, the try-hard feeling um, that I'm talking about, but it was nice. I really liked it, and I think it's just one of those smooth, like, his voice is very laid back, even though it's, like, if you don't like that drugged out kind of sound, you probably won't like his voice, but, because it's that sound, definitely, like, <laughs> the I do drugs music. <laughs> also, you need to get that coin. Who made, who said that, Nat? You need to get that coin, because it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I recommend it. I think it's a great uh, vibe. It's very summery. The video is very nice. It feels like it, you know, was filmed on an iPhone sort of vibe. Um, and yeah, I just really like it. I, it's just catchy too. So yeah, that's that's my number three. Yeah, it's my number three. All right, awesome, Kiara. 
Okay, so for my number three, I chose I chose um, Triple H Retro Future. Um, first off, hashtag Edon deserves better. <laughs> um, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so does Hiana. And um, but yeah, no, I thought uh, Retro Future was a very fun song. It's like a great, like funky summer song that is just—it's a great song to listen to, and it you know makes you kind of swing and stuff. And you know, I just I really enjoyed the song and the their aesthetics. Like you know, they kind of go all out with their aesthetics, but you know, I, I enjoy the theatricalness of it a bit. Um, so yeah, and then of course you know it could have been extremely you know amazing because you know we got you know we found out that Edon and Hyuna was dating but then everyone you know the so-called fans had to ruin everything and then they had to cut promotions early and now this whole mess has happened and I'm just like screw y'all 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 suck that's all I have to say (laughs) to them but no yeah so but yeah uh, Retro Future was a really fun and great song, and I really enjoyed it. I listened to it all the time. Yeah, that was a good song, yeah, to think about it. I think all of the controversy overshadowed it majorly. So, mm, Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nat, number three. Uh, so I'm kind of going back and forth. So I think, like, for the second and the third position... I'm kind of like, I'm still not settled, but I will pick Hyolin's Bay for this this part. Um, and then I'll just see what my number two is afterwards. But just know that these two can be like, they're on the same level in, in a lot of ways. Um, now, Bay actually reminds me of a Sistar song. Like when I listen to it, I can I think like, oh, Bora would rap here. And oh, Suyu would sing here. And Daesung would sing here. And it is just so fun. I remember when the music video dropped and I was just like, it's so catchy. It's so fun. It's so upbeat. And it just like put a smile on my face. Like it was just the perfect summer song. And once again, I mean, you have just so much diversity and it's not forced. It never feels forced with her. It feels like, you know, these are people she just like is working with and she loves it. And, you know, like they're all like a cool family and they hang out and they have a great time and I don't know just Bay actually I think Bay is the perfect summer song like if sister had dropped that that would have been their number one their like ninth number one in a row or whatever and it would have been the song of the summer for sure so I think and I actually really like that she released four different very different songs um like she had to-do list and she had cc and she had dali and she had Bay, and they all have like like some yeah. Bay and CC are kind of similar, but they have I think Bay is more upbeat, fun, sort of fallen in love song, and CC is a little bit more sultry. So I think like that's that's where they sort of divert. But I love that she she dropped four different singles, and she she totally owns the concept, and she totally she brought it like this. I I would say like if. If she drops another song, another winter, uh, like maybe a winter classic, that this is going to be like four, four seasons of Hyolin and it's going to be the year of Hyolin. And I wish her all the best. So, yeah, that's my uh, pick for right now. And I guess that's the end of Hyolin's music for me because I was going <laughs> by the summer months. 
So <laughs> I couldn't pick Dally and I couldn't pick to do. I this, mean, technically yeah. you could, yeah. you know. Yeah, but... it's okay. I already have my list, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. So number two, we're getting down to the wire. Jay's number two was, or is, twice, dance the night away. And my number two is, I'm piggybacking off of Nat again, it's um, Killing with Bay. Um, this one, I was almost my number one. Um, it's, I mean, I'm gonna, it's echoing what Nat said here. It, it's a sister song without sister. Um, but Killin is, I mean, she more than, than carries it. And she's just, one thing I really appreciate about Killin is like her energy. And I mean, she always had a lot of energy when, as a performer, you know, when she was in Sistar and everything. But I feel like as a solo artist, I mean, it may just be because, I mean, obviously you're up there and you're selling yourself and it's not you depending on like three other people, but she's just, you know, gives, I mean, you can even tell it through like music video. It's just, you can feel that energy and it helps that she's got like a whole, in this video, you know, like in Dally and Cece, she's got her female, you know, troop that are so awesome and just wonderful. And then in Bay, you've got, you know, an even bigger troop of dancers. You've got guys, um, you know, another, you know, multicultural diverse group of dancers that are just, you know, killing it. And that was one thing that I was thinking when looking at the video, I was like, this is, I'm watching non-Korean people like perform K-pop choreography right now. I'm like, my mind is partially blown because I mean, you, you rarely ever, you really ever, ever see that. Like every now and again, you'll see sometimes, you know, one or two, you know, non-Korean people in the back, you know, of, you know, MV. But I mean, you've got, I mean, it was like a K-pop cover video. You've got, you know, people of all these different nationalities and they're just, they're happy and dancing. And it's just, it's just a perfect package. And it's just, it's a great, I mean, I can listen to that song over and over. It's just, it's just great. It's so classic. So yeah. I mean, echoing everything Nat said, and yeah, that's my number two. Jimin? Yeah, so my number two is, it almost hurts to put this song at number two, but um, I, I kind of had to just based on my own listening habits. Um, unfortunately, it can't be number one, um, but it's Shine by Pentagon. Um, as Kiara alluded to earlier, Edon is a skinny legend. Um, <laughs> I think that K-pop will never be the same thanks to his gracing our computer screens, um, on Shine with his group, Pentagon, that he made famous that would be nothing without him. Um, you hear that cube? <laughs> I mean, it, it's obvious at this point that um, I mean, they just can't continue without him, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, <laughs> Shine is an incredible song. Like, 
if you really get into the lyrics, you might be like, okay, what kind of raggedy, like, NCT dream, like, <laughs> because the lyrics are not sophisticated. They're not, they're not the, they literally have a lyric that's Google Gaga butterfly. <laughs> but the actual, like, the beat of the song throws you off because it's a really good beat. Um, it's very well produced. The video was so cute. I thought them doing all the little trend dances, I thought that that was like an ingenious idea. Um, the guys in Pentagon, they have a lot of charisma together as a uh, <clears throat> I don't know how many of them, us, but whatever. Pentagon, <laughs> I'm assuming that there's some sort of connection with the numbers. So um, I don't know how many there is. But anyway, point is, it's just an incredible song. And to come from a group that just basically was just Nugu, is Nugu, I mean, really, and to have a song blow up that much, um, I feel like that song competes with Love Scenario. And I know the YG stands here, a.k.a. Nat, have, uh, would, <laughs> might disagree with me. But I think that song competes with Love Scenario um, and my number one as well. But, yeah, it's just a really nice, well-produced, fun happy song with funny choreography a charismatic leader taking charge um and letting us know that pentagon are in it to win it so yeah if you haven't listened go listen now i wouldn't say buy it i don't advocate buying anything um <laughs> but go listen all right all right so for my number two actually this I sound like a parrot because <laughs> I also chose Bay by Yolin. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, how, yeah, I mean, how could you not? Like, Bay is like such an ultimate summer song. Like, like when I first like watched the music video and heard the song, like I also immediately, like Nat said, got sister vibes. And not gonna lie, like I felt a little teary-eyed in a sense. Not like I, actually, I didn't cry actually, but you know, I got the sense of like that slight bittersweet feeling because it was it was kind of like getting a piece of Sistar again when I didn't think I'd hear anything like that again. So I mean, I mean, so many try to emulate, but they just don't. They just can't reach it. Um, but. I mean, what else can I say? Because you guys pretty much said everything you can say about Bay, <laughs> But it's just a fun summer song, you know, like Hyorin, again, looks amazing. Again, the dancers with her um, looked amazing. Even fleshed out because, you know, they were male dancers. Ooh, you know, <laughs> they got a little scandalous a little there because, you know, you know, people had their comments about the main lead. And, you know, screw those people because they have no taste. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I enjoyed the music video. It was so, it was so much fun. Like, again, Hyorin looked like, she looked like she was having so much fun. The song is just so, like, it makes you just want to, while you're walking, if you're listening to it while you're walking, you want to kind of, like, skip or just, like, dance. Like, it's such a great song in that sense. And um, really, whatever that sample or song, whatever that is that starts the song, I'm gonna need Hyorin to make it a full song because it sounds amazing. And because yes. she, she kind of trolled us a bit because when she first released teasers for Bay, it was that part of the song, the very beginning. 
which is like another song. So everyone thought the song Bay was gonna sound like that, and then it ended up not being that way. So I, Yodin, I see you you trolling us, and I need you to release that as a full song. Thank you. <laughs> but other than that, so that's my reasoning for uh, my number two. Okay, Nat. Yes. So the other song that I was sort of like unsure about when I was sort of comparing it to Bay and how much I love Bay was Sunmi Siren. Um, I'm a huge Sunmi fan, obviously, and like I, I'm it's kind of embarrassing, but like when I saw Gishina for the first time, I actually did scream. Like some people, you know, like they type screaming, but I was like, this is like the perfect song. Like this is the perfect pop whatever song and it's one of the best k-pop releases i've heard it's actually one of the best songs i've heard ever and then when she came out with heroin i was like mm, i liked it but i was like mm. um but warning uh, but sorry not warning sorry with um siren and the whole mini that came out with that she came out with like attic and black pearl and whatnot like it was just like sunmi had declared herself as the queen of like solo music in, in in Korea pretty much and I mean obviously I love Hyolin and obviously I still listen to other female soloists so it's not like I just I only listen to her but Siren is just like that thumpings in the like that sort of starts the song like which is kind of like a warning sound and just like the dance moves like her like coming out and just like pointing up and just like when the song breaks and it's I don't know, like, there's this song is just like so perfect to listen to, but it's also so perfect to just watch. She is like, she's like perfected the visual aspect of, of her music and just the visual aspect of K pop itself, right? And I don't know, I just love the lyrics. I love like that she always comes across as like some sort of man eater in all of her songs. <laughs> I love it. Like, I just. Sunmi is like she's awkward and weird and real like from what I can tell on like Instagram and like Twitter and stuff like that. But when like you give her a mic in a stage, she just turns on and she she becomes so much more like like I guess it's like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce kind of thing. Um, maybe that's like she has her own Sasha Fierce and that's who takes over. Um, but I love looking at Siren. I love hearing Siren. I love listening to like her whole mini and like every everything that she's released from 24 hours to now. Like I just love Cindy, and I hope she continues writing and producing her own music. I mean, I am a Teddy fan, but I I love what she <laughs> she's come out with on her own and especially Attic. I mean, if you guys. Oh my god, listen to the listen to her mini at least because Attic is all in English and it's just oh, it's definitely the high, yeah. it's the like her, the main lyrics in that song is song is who's running the show. I mean she's she's not here to play with these kids. She's she's not trying to be like she's not trying to release the tell me's and so hot. She's she is running the show. She's running her career and she is more confident and just better in general so send me is my number two pick interesting as a wonder girls fan is amazing to me that send me has become like the basically the most successful one out of the group i feel like before she was kind of slept on just because i think the others 
tended to get more attention than her, like from the general public. But I mean, she is really just kind of just, I mean, she's just blown up. And like Nat said, like, I just love that she has such a, like, you know, I don't give a, you know, attitude about, you know, everything. You know, she's just here to make music and do what she wants to do, and she's going to do it. And I think, yeah, that makes her awesome. Awesome pick. Okay. So we're up to our number ones. And Ooh. yay, number ones. And Jay, Jay's number one is going to be Miss Hyolin with CC. So he actually did have some picks in common with us after all. So he picked Hyolin and CC. My number one. So I thought long and hard about this, and I was not expecting to pick this one. But I kind of, I kind of brought popularity into it, even though all these picks are obviously songs that I wouldn't pick if I didn't like. Um, because I will say that this song, when I first heard it, like I didn't really think much of it, and it did have to grow on me. And it did grow on me, probably because I kept hearing it everywhere and kept hearing about it and kept hearing it over and over again. But I've come to really appreciate it. And um, that will be Pentagon with Shine. Look at God. <laughs> Look at God. Wait. Wow. So, wow. You okay. Me, girl, I thought oh. you were going to say Idol by BTS. I was going to have to get off of this. I think we would have all like one, one by one. Have more faith just, in like, me than that. Ended this call. Have more faith in me than that, Jimin. Okay. <laughs> you scared me. My heart was beating. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I stand for songs, not non-musical mess. Okay. Um, but back to Pentagon, rightly so. After listening, not that I just dislike the song, but after listening to it a lot, I really I do appreciate it. It's a well-crafted song. And it is, it's just, it makes you happy to, like, listen to it. I don't know what it is. It's like, like, I agree with, and I'm, I'm sorry if you guys, I have short-term memory loss, who said that it competes with Icon. Was it you, Jimin? Yeah. Yes, that competes with Love Scenario. To me, I like, I you know, I think I like it better than Love Scenario. It just, it really just the hook, the melody, everything. And like you said, it's kind of everything together, the way that it's performed. It's Mm -hmm. the, even the the, the nonsensical parts. It's just, it's, it's addictive. And, you know, I guess, you know, where I am in my life and where the world is, you need some happy music. You need something positive to listen to. And it's just, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's a good standby to kind of put on and it makes you think of, you know, good things and summer and the beach and lemonade and, you know, all that kind of, (laughs) all that kind of corny stuff because the song is corny. And Pentagon is corny, at least in that video, but it works. Yeah, it really and, works. <laughs> and yeah. so 
I, you know what? I thought about it, and that is my number one. There you go. You know what I think I'm, it is? I think Edon <laughs> sprinkled some cocaine on the track, <laughs> and we're all just high off the sound. That's that's his secret ingredient. Not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they really need him. Okay. Demon, <laughs> if you would like to continue that train of thought, what is your number one? I am very ashamed of myself. I am embarrassed. I'm sick to my stomach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, this song really, really, at first, the, on first listen, I cut it off after like 30 seconds. Because I was like, the first 30 seconds was great. And then it got into the song, the beat dropped. And I was like, no, this is a straight no. Then something told me, listen past 30 seconds. I don't know who. I think it was the devil. <laughs> so I listened past those 30 seconds. And I was genuinely blown away. Like, at how well crafted this song was. The instrumental is really what got me. The instrumental just sucked me in. And I was like, this is an amazing song. And it's it's similar. It's like it took what I was very familiar with in music that's like not K-pop. And then it took very traditional Korean influences and just overall just different influences from East Asia. And it melded it into a song that I feel like if it came out as like a title, or really, if it came out in place of the song that did come out as a title, it that song that album would have been a masterpiece. That album would have really blown up. And it is, unfortunately, y'all are gonna roast me. So I'm roasting myself. Don't worry. <laughs> it is "Dang" by BTS Rap Line. Ooh, that whoa. song to me, I cannot get enough of that song. Like I play it all the time. I play it when I work out. I play it like when I'm like, anytime I'm doing anything, I'm playing that song over and over. And it competes with like some of my favorite artists of all time, like Michael Jackson, things like that. It competes with how much I play Michael Jackson songs. So you know that it has to be doing something for me for it to, to compete with my all time favorite artists. So yeah, that song. I don't know what Jay Pearl did. I don't know what Yoongi did because I know Yoongi produced it with Jay Pearl. I don't know what they did. They they put they did the Edon method of sprinkling crack cocaine on crack and, and heroin meth on on songs, and it just works for me. It is literally a drug for me. It's an incredible song. The lyrics, you know, they're standard for um, a BTS rap line track. But the actual production is what gets me. The instrumental, like when you first hear the song open, it's really, really, really amazing. And it blew my mind. Um, it blew me away. Um, that is the only win for BTS this year for me <laughs> so far. But um, it's a big win because it's my number one song of the summer. All right. Okay, so for me, my number one comes at no surprise to anyone, if you know me well. Um, it is Dance the Night Away by Twice. <laughs> Twice. Um, I mean, honestly, as this is their first actual, this is their first summer song, like, because uh, 
normally they release music either in the beginning of the year or at the end of the year. They this is the first time they've actually released a song during the summer time. So, um, to me, honestly, they did it did it well. Like it's again, it's a fun, typical summer song. Um, it has a, the music video has a beach. The girls look lovely. I mean, it's like the perfect formula: catchy song plus pretty girls plus beautiful scenery. Like you can't lose with that. So again, I just is another fun song. I love, especially in the summertime. I love listening to fun Bobby songs. Like I know it's very typical and it can get repetitive. But honestly, that's what I like. At least in the, when it comes to like the summertime, like if you're releasing, if you call, if you're releasing a song and be like, "Oh, it's a summery song," as long as you know you have that fun quality to it, I'm gonna enjoy it. And so that what that's what Dancing Night Away is for me. It's just a fun song. They all look great. They all sound great. And yeah, Twice continue to be amazing to me. Yep, so that's my number one choice. All right, Nat. Got the last word. So my number one single is A Pink's I'm So Sick. Yay! Uh, <laughs> which actually shouldn't be a surprise because I love the song and I'm very open about my love for A Pink. And I love this new direction that they've gone in where they're, um, I mean, they were very cute, but kind of like young um, in terms of the music that they were listening. They were releasing like Remember and Only One and um love and things like that and this is their first sort of like attempts at a more mature sound and i love it i love the way they sing it i love i love the the instrumental and the music um i just love the dance moves i love the sort of dark aesthetics that they have going on in the video i think everybody looks great the mini itself was pretty okay as well um i know it's like I just love the, the the chorus and I don't know it's just a song that like I can bop to like it's not obviously like dang it's not like a it's, it's not like a, a hard you know rap banger or anything like that but it's like a really really solid pop song and it, it has all the markers of something that's addictive something that is fun something that looks good um, so I, I I don't know I it's probably one of my most listened to songs of the summer, but and definitely also one of my most listened to songs of the year. And yeah, A Pink. I'm so sick. Woo. Well, awesome. So I'm glad that we didn't copy each other too much. <laughs> we had some things in common like Queen Hillman, but I think we all had like our own like kind of, you know, feelings of what worked for the summer, which is great. Um, as a coda, what were the songs, as opposed to what we liked, what were the songs that just did not work for us this summer? Anything that wasn't on my list. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, We're going to be here Idol? another hour. <laughs> Idol, I think. Number one is Idol. Number I think two. that was like a consensus. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if we talked about it with you, Kira, but I know like it's been a, a consensus for for us on on this podcast since it was released. <laughs> it, it just wasn't the song uh, for, I, for any of us. 
I haven't even heard it, so I'm with you guys. Oh. I'm sure. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm not missing much. I trust your um, judgments, so I have believe you guys. your ears. <laughs> <laughs> How about maybe we can do songs that were, you know, didn't really work for us, but also songs that maybe surprisingly did that wasn't like a top 10 or top whatever okay anything they just yeah. missed your list yeah like icons killing me it really did kind of just missed it it would have been in the top 10 for me because i did like the song um i mean it's not love scenario obviously but <laughs> i thought bobby beyond like i thought like the members actually sounded really good on it like and yeah. they could actually differentiate their voices. It was surprisingly, um, I don't know, it was just like a solid song. It wasn't ex- like spectacular or anything like that, but in terms of music, it, if, if it comes on, I'm not gonna change it, you know? I'm, I'm just gonna sort of bop to the song and like, when it's done, it's done kind of thing. Um, you know what didn't work for me? Um, SNSD, O. Yeah, with a little touch. Yeah. yeah. It was too, for me, personally, I felt it was too, like, there was something there, but it was too stripped down for me. Yes. Like, I saw what they were going for, but I was like, when is this going to pick up <laughs> and turn into something? So. I think maybe if they had less members in the unit <laughs> um, and they maybe kept the stronger ones. It might have worked. Like I, they literally I mean, just put all the girls that stayed with SM. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I like I don't care what anybody says. I still think it's shady that they only had Sunny and Tian sing, and then the other girls were rapping <laughs> the rest of the song. It was like, okay, we get it. They're not vocalists, guys. We get it. <laughs> and that's interesting because Yuri is having a solo debut. Tomorrow, her song is going to drop tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So. should be interesting. Um, but yeah, interesting. that didn't work for me. What about for you guys? Um. Well, firstly, do you guys ever just randomly remember that Drake has a baby? Anyway, <laughs> back to the main point, uh, the main question that you guys are addressing. <laughs> what What surprisingly worked for me was Han by G Silent Idol. <laughs> um, and what definitely just did not work that I don't care to hear ever again in my life is "Hi Hi" by Luna. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know, I know that's kind of contentious because there's a you could make the argument. Well, this is like you know, it it sounds like you know that traditional J-pop like anime kind of sound. So I guess that could be contentious, like looked at a certain way but I guess just because that's not my type of sound I just found it a little bit like try which is really weird because on on the whole thing that they released I did like like stylish and like perfect love but high high didn't do anything for me even like fave Ulrit um <laughs> didn't really do much for me but it was fine it wasn't as bad as high high yeah, okay. um, for me, a song that I kind of I wanted it to work, but at the end, I'm just kind of very meh about it. It's um, 
Red Velvet's latest song. I can't even remember the title of it. Oh my god, um, I totally forgot about that song. Power, oh, yeah, I did too. I was trying to think what I not like. No, yep. Is that because it was just like, um, I don't know, like after coming out with like Bad Boy and stuff, like I'm like, I under, like obviously in the end, I prefer, I tend to prefer more of their velvet songs and their red songs, but I do enjoy their fun songs. And so and I did end up liking their last summer song red flavor um but this new one was kind of i don't know it felt very flat to me it felt what, what, what did they keep repeating bananas is that was what they kept repeating yeah. in the song <laughs> like, i don't know it's just okay. like i understand yeah it's fine if you give them like a fun catchy song that's not the issue the issue is like you're trying to make these pretty much now all grown women sound like they're all 10 years old you know, and in this Poor sense, Irene. And it, it doesn't help when, yeah, when you have members who have, I don't, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing because my face, I tend to have that permanent uh, upset look on my face. But when you have <laughs> members who have that too and you're having them sing about bananas or whatever, it just doesn't mesh well, in my opinion. <laughs> like watching, yeah. them watching them perform the song was like watching someone go through torture or something. Like it was, it's just the worst. So, like, nothing helped this song, in my opinion. And I just, at, at this point, I think it's probably their worst main song they have released. But it was their biggest, I think. Didn't didn't they give them their first all kill? I believe so. Yes, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, you know, like which it. is sad. Um, yeah. So, but knew- sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying that, but again, this is something I understand why it's so popular because it's a song that, you know, the public loves. They love these type of songs. And a lot of the times I agree with them, but this is one of the few times I actually did not enjoy it at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I prefer Velvet, Red Velvet, very much more than their summary side. Um, for me, I. A song that I had hoped that I would, that I was gonna like it more than I did, um, but it just never really took off for me. Was um, "Egotistic" by um, Mama Moo. Mama um, regardless of the group itself, which I placed aside in my little basket, and I just kind of ignore when I'm listening to their songs, but I can usually, you know, kind of count on myself kind of being able to get into their title track somewhat. But this one, it wasn't bad. It was just very generic to me. I can usually, Mama Me usually does something a little different with their music or they'll have like do something a little stylish. So take on like it's different genre or or something and it was just you know kind of a latin flavored you know just a typical latin flavored pop song and i know that that's kind of popular now within k-pop but it just it needed something else um i think to to give it some more attitude or, or something i mean it was it wasn't bad. It was sung well. It was performed well. But it just, it just didn't click with me. Um, and I don't know what it is with me and songs growing on me. But I will say, after being completely 
like neutral on it for several months. Um, I'm finally <laughs> kind of getting into Blackpink's do 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 do. Um, I don't know why I'm so late on this, but I I don't know. I've been listening to it more lately, and I kind of see. Um, I don't know something about the production. I still Blackpink leaves a lot desired to me as far as their um, singing and rapping skills a lot of the time. But the actual song itself, I can see why people get hyped to it. Um, I honestly forgot. So- um, I honestly forgot Blackpink even came back. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> they did. Oh man, Forever Young is like the song. I know a lot of people have problems because the ending is like not the beginning and blah 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 blah. But I'm gonna tell you. The thing with me with Forever Young is I just maybe I'm just thinking about see this is the thing, this is why I have to I have to do this with Red Velvet too. I have to divorce the performance to the actual song. Yeah, I think of them performing it and then I'm just like I lose whatever hype I have for the song. Yeah. Which is but yeah, Forever Young is technically, I think, is the better, like, candidate for the summary kind of song, which I think they did promote more in the later summer months. Um, but, um, yeah, I, both songs are, are not bad, and I'm coming around as, on them as far as not thinking they're complete. <laughs> I, I think, like I said, it was the group kind of coloring my opinions i actually don't mind the songs that and i think they're actually very very well produced k-pop songs so i would have had them on the tail end of my list um probably if i had made it a little bit longer and i think um killin killin was right cc was like right at the end and i just i was kind of agonizing whether to put it on my top five or not but it just at the edge so that's pretty i mean that's more or less kind of tied with shiny almost so yeah any other um comments about the summer or about what's coming up oh with the fall main green so fall is about to be the most lit season well first and foremost <laughs> i'm a fall baby so it's already the best season. <laughs> Me um, too. Fall oh, see, look at us. Yay. <laughs> October the house. October oh, too. Oh, you guys? Wow. But after <laughs> the equinox. So, yeah. You start the party off, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only summer kid here. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you had your time. You had your time. <laughs> I'm so sorry that all you were given was raggedy music, sweetheart. I, I had so healing. I had healing all yeah. summer. So it's okay. I think that's I think that's good enough to balance exactly. out everything else, all the trash. You um, guys can have Yuri. <laughs> coming up in the fall, I know everyone here is pretty much girl groups. Um, so I'm single handedly standing up for all of the um Actually, no, I'm not. I don't care about the rest of the boy groups. Um, <laughs> but I do care about NCT. We all know NCT is coming back. We all know it's going to be a complete banger. It's going to be something the likes of you've never seen from NCT. It's going to be innovative. Um, it's going to be refreshing. 
It's not going to be that uh, shimmy shimmy cocoa bop stuff that EXO tried to pull. <laughs> it's not going to be uh, that let's pretend that we're from South America stuff that Super Junior's trying to pull. Um, it's not going to be that uh, let's get Nicki Minaj on the track only for it to flop a week later that BTS tried to pull. Um, it's going to be innovative. It's going to be different. Um, it's going to be like Steve Jobs has been resurrected. Um, and is now speaking at an Apple event. You will lose your mind. I'm telling you. Um, you have to pay attention. You have to be there. You have to be sitting at your computer waiting for this music videos to drop. They will have a Korean version of regular as well as an English version. So there should be no complaints about not being serviced properly for all of you international fans. Um, I'm just excited as you can see. Um, NCT is just the way. It's just the way. Um, honestly, if you're not listening to NCT and you listen to boy groups, I don't even... I really, what other group is there besides NCT when it comes to boy groups? Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could just flop with everybody else or you Pentagon, could win with NCT. Shiny, XO. Well, we're not going to count the legends. I'm talking BTS. about... Just in general, right? Um, we're talking about we're, when we talk about shiny, we're talking about legends. We're talking about Big Bang. We're talking about legendary territory. I'm talking about in terms of the current landscape. Um, I don't know what a BTS is. I'm sorry, I don't even. <laughs> I've never heard of those letters. Um, <laughs> but we know what NCT is, and that's the future. So I just say that I'm excited for it. What I'm not excited about is this EXO comeback. They can keep it already. It looks <laughs> cute, but you know how I feel about EXO. We're not going to get into that. They can keep it. Well, um, they just I'll give it all chance, the information but... today, too. So we you have, saw like, it? Yeah, so they have, like, the track list. Apparently, they're doing a month of pre-orders because it doesn't come out to, like, November 2nd or something like that. Mm -hmm. They're really mm -hmm. trying to get those numbers, eh? Yep. Yeah. So we might actually have to do a, a EXO episode. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Okay, well, if that is everything, then I want to thank you guys for being present for this podcast and giving um, your opinions and, and putting your list together and everything. It's been a great discussion, and I would like to thank all of our listeners who um, just, you know, um, are very dedicated and keep listening to us every week regardless of what you know we talk about and how much you ramble off topic but we appreciate you and um we would also appreciate it if you have your own list of what your top summer songs are um feel free to send them in to us at not your average at gmail.com that is our email address, and we may read them on the air. Or if you simply would like to give reasons why you agree or disagree with what we said, um, feel free to send those in as well. Or just simply leave comments on our SoundCloud account. Um, please feel free to subscribe um, and like us on either SoundCloud or iTunes, we are on both um, platforms. And we are also on Twitter at NYA Netizens. And you can always find us on there, um, find our latest podcast, post, video commentaries, 
And again, um, all of those of you who listen to us, um, with, um, like our content, um, please reach out. We would love to hear from you. Um, we would love any suggestions and ideas, um, anything that you think um, we can do to make our podcast more interesting or engaging or interactive. Um, we're willing to listen. So please feel free. So um, if that is all, again, thank you guys for being here and we will see you guys on the next podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye guys. Hyolin, safe summer. Remember that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>